Good morning, everybody. This is the Penalty Loop Podcast Olympic Edition unedited. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. But uh, you know who's having a great day is the uh, the the Bow family. Oh, I thought you're you're gonna say my son because he's still sleeping. Oh, he's still sleeping. Yeah. I, thanks for mentioning him. He's having a great night. I think we should give a shout out to uh, the, the <laughs> old Ben. Yeah. Um, Bo the Roiseland of the men. Hey. I, almost exactly. I think I might even. Uh, it's exactly what I wrote down. <laughs> it was uh, it was almost a copy and paste from from yesterday. Just changed the names. Yeah, yeah, very dominant, and even uh, I mean, it would have been really close. But if Kentan uh, Fionnier would have been clean, mm-hmm. Bo might have still won it. I know. Yeah, and, and just like yesterday, you could see right from the very beginning he was going after it from the start. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it almost felt. Uh, I was thinking to myself that it felt like he took the individual races a challenge, seeing uh, QFM being that much faster than him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, I'm, I'm just going to prove who's fastest today. Maybe. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he was flying out there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and since we first saw him at, at these Olympics, right. And the speed that he was showing, this is what we were expecting. This is what we were looking for mm-hmm. is in mm-hmm. a sprint race for him just to go out there and just fly away from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, uh, Good example of a dominant race again. Absolutely. I, I, what was the last time we saw a race like this from him? I mean, it had to be sometime last year, but but my my general feeling from last year is that there were a lot of races where he was finishing second and third. I just don't mm. remember a race like this from him. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to think back when I when we it's saw also, that last. It's also but... hard to remember because he has so many wins in his career that that is not yeah. just going to stand out, but. I just don't remember. I mean, this, it just feels like it's been a while since we saw this version of JT Bo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scary, scary for the, for the next couple of races. Yeah. And just like we said yesterday, I mean, you look at uh, the pursuit and you're giving him a, what a 28 second cushion. I mean, that's not, it's not what you want. <laughs> yeah. Penalty. 25 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel with, uh, with Roisland, it's really her race to lose because she's yes. shooting so well this season as well. Mm-hmm. With with Bo, I can I can see where he could have a, a miss more than yep. some of the uh, people behind him. But I yep. mean, he's still if he skis like that again, and it's a longer distance, so yes. might just make the difference even bigger too. So yeah, he's got options, right? He can go out there and and take his time. Uh, yeah. and, and be a little more rested for the shooting, or he can just try to blow people off the course. I mean, he could go out, and by the time he reaches the range for the first time, have a 45-second lead. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. No, no. Well, because well, my other my other thing I was going to mention was, uh, well, I've got many things, but uh, Quinton Filmaye is just continues to solidify himself as as one of like the top uh, biathletes right now, and and of course we knew that because he's leading the overall race. But I mean, he just every race he goes out there and puts out a, a terrific performance. Yeah, it's uh, his skiing was. I mean, it's funny, right? Because you look at the times and he's like 
12 points, six behind, mm -hmm. 17 behind. Uh, where is he here? And then he had the fastest third course time. Yeah. Um, but it makes you think that he was slow. But if you if you take uh, Johannes Tings out of the the results, mm -hmm. the rest is all pretty close to each other. And mm -hmm. uh, and he was actually, you know, like I said, fastest on the third. So his, uh, his skiing time was actually very good. It was just that... Uh, that boat was just super fast today. Yeah, that's sort of the the, the story of Bo's career. It's that he just makes mm -hmm. people look slow, even when they're when they're not. Yeah. Well, the other thing I was going to mention too with with uh, Fiel Maia was uh, obviously he you know the shooting was fine nine for ten, but um, uh, there's uh, something with him. It's he's got this like this competitive mentality, and I've been trying to find a way to talk about this that's not just purely uh, you know subjective, but um, it, you know, he has these moments, you know, he's, you look at him in the pursuit race, right. In in every pursuit race, he looks like he just is, you know, just hunting people down. And, and mm -hmm. I think he's won all but one of the pursuits this year. And then, you know, I was just, I was looking at him, uh, today in the final lap, you know, you mentioned, uh, he was, you know, what, 17 seconds or behind, uh, JT Bo in the second lap. And then, and then was faster than him by three seconds on the last lap. It's almost like his, competitive drive just like went into over overdrive and he <laughs> you know it, it's i don't know what what there is he just it's almost like he needs that extra that extra motivation yeah um, i shouldn't even say he needs it it's just that it gives him like a it helps a, him it gives him an extra level yeah yeah definitely like looking at the times it feels like they had a bit of a different plan of attack where mm -hmm. like you said Johannes Ting has just went out and and you know basically went as fast as he as he could on all the laps where maybe Katam Fiumaye was a little bit slower in the beginning and then just, mm -hmm. you know, had some more left in the tank. But um, yeah, it just shows you how close these guys are to each other too, right? Like, uh, yeah, there's a bit of a gap between one and two, but then uh, after that's, well. Yeah, gets pretty close. Taribo is, is uh, what is it, 13 seconds back, but then after that, mm -hmm. it's getting pretty close. And uh, It is. Before we leave uh, Quinton Fiume for a mm -hmm. second, though, you know, we, there was a lot of talk last year and even earlier this year about uh, uh, does J2 Bo miss having, you know, Forcad and having a a, pure, a, a rival that stands mm -hmm. out. I mean, if he's looking for one, <laughs> yeah, QFM has, has thrown his name into that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's great to see him in a position that he's in. And I think we mentioned that on an earlier podcast where he's kind of at the spot where a lot of people were expecting him to be last year after mm -hmm. uh, Martin Foucault retired. And um, yeah, it seems like it maybe took him a year to uh, to get adjusted to the new role. And he's right into that role now. And um, it, in that sense, I'm almost looking forward to uh, to next season already where there's no Olympics to potentially focus on and, and have yes. a bit of a different strategy for the year. Yes. And then see if uh, Johannes Tingens and Quentin Fiumoye can... Uh, can fight it out for the world cup that yeah exactly i mean they could be every single race just going back and forth mm -hmm. um that could be a lot of fun yeah uh i also would be remiss to not mention taria bow i mean that what a just a great day for that family yeah yeah amazing how he just seems to every time you you think okay well and we talked about that where we, we felt like his form and he peaked a little mm -hmm. too soon and his ski speed wasn't there but uh yeah, I mean, what can you say? Bronze medal. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. 
And and if I was going to pick a race for him to medal in, it probably wouldn't have been this one. No, yeah, that's a good point. Um, and they still, I don't know who's. Um, well, he must be in a relay for the men's. Um, yes, yeah, and that's got to be a good chance that they're, they're going to medal in that as well. So, yeah, so. well, four four guys in the top twenty, uh, mm-hmm. three in the top seven. I think they've they've got to be the favorites. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it was just, I mean, I wonder how much they were, the coaches were telling him, you know, he leaves the range, uh, after the, the standing shooting and he was seven seconds, I believe back from Svetkov. Um, you know, it is still early on and I think Tarja was the what 25th or 26th guy on the course, but, uh, knowing that that's where he needed to be for, to, to put himself in mm-hmm. uh, metal position. And I think he ended up, uh, one, 1. 1.7 seconds. Had a suck off, so he he drained the tank and and did it. I, it's got to be just an incredible feeling for those two brothers to to be able to celebrate this today together. Absolutely, yeah. I know that after the um, after the relay race, uh, uh, I think Terry Boat mentioned that um, that was really one of the things that that he wanted to be able to do was to celebrate a, an Olympic medal with his brother, and they have gotten to do it twice now. So yeah, um, that's uh, well, good. Congratulations to them. I mean, they've had a lot of success in their careers, but it's still a big moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Not good for them. And you mentioned uh, Tvetkov a little bit, but uh, great race for him again. I know. After the individual. Uh, yeah. Best Russian of the day. Totally oh. disappointed in... Uh, I mean, Latipov did still pretty well, but Loganov just... Uh, yeah, I had him in... I think I had him third in my top five and... Yeah, with four misses and... Uh, his ski speed was decent, but not great. That's not yep. going to work out. But uh, Svetkov, I mean, first first athlete with uh, clean shooting and mm-hmm. forty seconds back. So great, uh, great result for him. Absolutely. Uh, who had him picked as the uh, best Russian uh, <laughs> for for these Olympics? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> no, no, certainly not me either. I was. I, I remember we we talked about uh, Loganov and the form he was showing and how it Latipov look. And I'm not sure in our in our first podcast if we mentioned uh, Svetkov at all. <laughs> but, no, probably yeah, not. Hey, here he yeah. is. Uh, he's he's doing great. Um, you know, you sort of feel from a little bit. Uh, he's got a little bit of the Alan Bekova syndrome. You know, fourth place both times, but um, still, I mean, he's got to be incredibly thrilled with with those performances. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's probably one of those results where. You know, once the Olympics are over and a month month in, you look back and you're like, realize that that's a, a very very good result. So, yeah, absolutely. Probably sucks now to uh, to be out of the medals <laughs> with uh, less than yeah. two seconds. But I know. I what uh, was the what was the how far back was he last time? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, three seconds back. Oof. Oh, three seconds. Yeah. Oof. Oh boy. Yeah, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. It's one of those things that right now it's it's going to be a little hard to swallow, but. Uh, with with some time and distance, he'll he'll feel much much better about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned uh, Latipov. I mean, he had three misses and still finished eleventh. That's yeah. I you know we've talked about him a lot because of you know the sort of question mark with how would he look uh, after the uh, you know the the COVID and we hadn't seen him very much, but uh, he was the best man on the course with three misses by a pretty healthy margin. Absolutely, third time of the day. So I clean that up a bit, and, and he'll be in good good shape. I don't mm-hmm. know what happened to the the Russians on the range. I mean, you mentioned Loganov as well with 
four misses. So I don't know what was going on there, but um, that's a, a, a tough day for those two. Yeah. And a tough day for, for me uh, and, and you. I think we both have logging off in our top five. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was tough to pick today for sure. It was. And, uh, in hindsight, of course, I wish I would have gone with my gut feel and picked Ponsaloma, but uh, uh, I know you. I saw yeah. you mention him. The I, you know the Swedes another another little bounce back day for him. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and as far as I can tell from the sounds, the snow was very different again from mm-hmm. the, the women's because it was way crispier again yep. today. Yeah. Um, so, so if there was a, they, a wax issue, they seem to have figured that out. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, good to see them back on the in the top top of the results table. Yeah, you, so you started off by mentioning JT Bo having a, a uh, having the the Royceland race uh, today, mm-hmm. and and Samuelson was was Elvira uh, Oiberg, but uh, obviously not uh, with the same. Um, oh man, sorry, I apologize. I'm, I'm going to interrupt myself here. Just watching the the medal ceremony and and Tarebu with throwing both hands in the air and he is just thrilled to be up there for his bronze medal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I pause. So, but Samuelson, uh, you know, he's, uh, was able to come back and get fifth place. Um, you know, we, he and Elvira Orberg were, were the two fastest, you know, men and women for, for a big chunk of the, the season. Um, and then we sort of wonder what was going on at the, the beginning part of, of these Olympics, but really nice to see them both. Uh, have have big bounce backs. Obviously, Elvira getting the silver yesterday. Samuelson finishing up fifth today. But uh, I just sort of feel good for him that they're able to perform a little bit closer to to what we were were hoping for, and I'm sure what they were hoping for. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and it's hard to say if it's just a wax or if the the form's getting back. But uh, to see him and Ponsloma uh, so close mm-hmm. uh, on the top there, I don't necessarily see any other Swedes in the. Results until I go back to Jesper Nellen on fifty-five. So, um, yeah. not not uh, getting too excited yet for the uh, for the relay, but uh, it's good to see them back. Yes, one hundred percent. Well, I thought Jacques Lam was uh, showing yes signs of uh, his old self that we mm-hmm. uh, were hoping to see. Yep, absolutely. He, he was. Uh, he had two misses on the day, but uh, yeah, he didn't. He didn't fold under you know at all. Uh, he kept fighting, and overall, I mean, he he didn't look as good as he did back in December. But this is this was miles better than some of the performances we saw mm-hmm. uh, over the last month. Yeah, his skiing was uh, a lot closer to the top mm-hmm. than it's been in the last couple of races. So uh, yeah, it's good to good to see him back. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's just. Um, you know, I think that he's, he's, I, I think, I hope he's won himself some fans over the last month. He's been very open about, uh, you know, how he's uh, been struggling a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mentally, emotionally. And, and so I think that he's got a lot of people out there that have been pulling for him to, to go out there and have a good result. And obviously, you know, if you would have asked him back in December what he was hoping for at the Olympics, he would have said, you know, a medal. But I think right now, seeing him get back into the top 10 and, like you mentioned, uh, ski more like that, you know, the way we know he can ski. I think that's that's a win for him today. Yeah, no, it's uh, promising for for the pursuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, he's only he's only finishing. He's only going to start forty seconds back of the silver medal position. I mean, that's definitely mm-hmm. he's yeah, he's yeah. in the mix. Yeah. Uh, the great 
what's this world coming to if you can't even rely on him shooting clean anymore? Eh? I, I, yeah, uh, I know. I, I had mentioned before the race that uh, he had a chance to pull a Vera and mm -hmm. shoot fast, shoot clean, and even if he was a little bit slower than than the other top contenders, he could find his way onto the podium. Still finished up seventh, but two misses is sort of seems to be becoming his norm. Yeah. And it's uh it's hard to picture that. <laughs> yeah. My it's mental just... image is him just going up there and shooting fast and clean, just like Vera, yeah. like I mentioned, but anything else uh that stood out to you? I mean Christian Gao, we gotta give him a shout out to him. Yes. And, uh you know, I was gonna, decent okay. skiing and and uh, and a great result on the range. So not only I was gonna give a shout out to the whole Canadian team. They got all, yeah, all four men yeah. uh, in the top thirty-five, so they're all qualified for the for the pursuit. That's a great yeah. day, great result. Yeah, yeah. and, and we've uh, been seeing some some good days from the North Americans. So we mentioned yesterday the the uh, was it the American women got everybody into the pursuit right. as well. So we're yeah they're they're uh, they're you know, yeah these aren't medal performances, but I think that you have to look at you know what. From from expectations, I mean, these are, this is good. This is great. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's nice to to see them play a role, and and like you said, maybe not for the medals yet, but uh, mm -hmm. you know, their their top twelve is is a great result. So, yeah, and, uh, and and he's what fifty seconds back of second place. I still, I I would be floored if he went out there and got a medal. But you know, we we talked about how things get really close together once you get past uh, you know, starting in, in the third place position. So, mm -hmm. I mean, if he goes out there and has another great shooting performance, it wouldn't be impossible to see him climb up into the top 10. Uh, yeah, for the he, pursuit. and he's good. He's good yeah. in the pursuit, typically. So, yeah, good. Uh, he's, he uh, is set himself up really him. well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so great day for the Canadian team. Uh, I think the Ukrainians have to be, you know, all yep. happy. Uh, uh, Prima and Pedruchny, uh were both in the top 15. Uh <laughs> Lucas Hofer, he had to mess it up. You know, they, were, yeah, they were right next yeah. to each other, and he had to squeeze right in. Uh, right. But uh, uh, no, that was a, a solid day for them as well. Talking about Hofer, he uh, he had lots of struggles coming into the Olympics, and uh, mm -hmm. I think he took uh, some time off, unplanned time off, to uh, mentally prepare and, and get back in shape. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with the 14th place, he, uh, he seems to be kind of where where he typically is. Mm -hmm. uh, so good for him to, uh, to perform. Yeah, the way absolutely. He can. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it, we mentioned this several times, but you want to see, you want to see everybody go out there and, and race, you know, to their, to their peak performance and, right. um, you know, seeing Hofer uh, getting back to, to, you know, his optimal performances. It's really, it's nice. Uh, and he looks to be, okay with his performances he might not be you know jumping up and down but um he definitely appears to be you know pleased with with how he's performing yeah um, any other um yeah you athletes know, that stood out not necessarily stood out for a good reason uh it's not bad you know we've been we've been looking at campbell wright and and he did miss out on the pursuit which i was i've been watching him pretty closely he was a little bit slower today he only had two misses but he finished uh and 75th for the day. So I just had my hope. Yeah, I, I enjoyed watching him. I enjoyed his story. Uh, so I was I was hoping that he would get another race out there. Yeah, because obviously he's not going to be in a relay by himself. So yeah. uh, <laughs> maybe a bit of a tough position. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and looking right right ahead of him, Paul Schomer, four misses. I think uh, Darty had four. Yeah, he had four misses as well. So uh, yeah. Americans not having a great day in the race. Jake Brown, two misses. I think that's the one I see quite here. But uh, yeah, unfortunately for them, they were. Yeah, they were and speaking well, of the Americans, I don't know if you saw Leif Norgren. Uh, he was he was racing near the end of the the pack, and he. Uh, I can't remember if he had two misses or three misses on the standing shooting, but he was, three, in, he was yeah. yeah, yeah, he was in pretty good position there uh, to qualify for the pursuit. And 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 I don't know if everybody is aware of the story, but his wife uh, delivered their baby boy. Baby girl, yeah, I, honestly, I think yeah, so. Just uh, just a couple of days ago, and so uh, you know, and he watched that, it all on the on the yeah. webcam <laughs> or on the, on the video broadcast. Yeah, yeah, you know, and obviously it's a little bit different. You know, I'm sure he, you know he would have love to have been there uh mm -hmm. but you know it's uh he'll have a lot it's a great experience when he gets home i mean when he when he leaves here he's still he's got some, a lot of exciting things ahead of him he's got a lot of uh a lot of sleepless nights ahead of him too <laughs> yeah i i don't know he because uh, he's been in europe since you know the start of the season yes. and, and i yeah. wonder if he actually goes back to the states or if he just goes back to europe for the for the rest of the that's a good question. season so uh that must be yeah. very very tough but uh you know yeah it's a, it's that's a, a life of the biathlete right oh i know oh yeah especially especially this year with uh you know it's a, it's a little more difficult to travel with uh with COVID and and hmm. you know i don't know what all the i don't know all the details of the testing protocols but making sure that you're still uh still making it uh you're still able to get to all the all the races yeah we didn't mention uh smolsky uh you know he of course is coming off of the silver medal in the individual race um, and, and he finished up 10th, uh, one miss today. Um, uh, but you know, obviously not another medal, but he sets himself up well for the pursuit. Yeah. Yeah. Good results. Um, I think his skiing was where, you know, he was kind of at, at the, uh, individual race. So top 20, but, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. With one miss let's, uh, let's see where he would have been roughly. He could have been, been top five, top six. Yep. Yeah, he would have been in the the Samuelson, yeah, ish position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, we mentioned it a couple times already, but it, you know, there's it's going to be an interesting pursuit race, right? Because you got you know, just like the the women, you got JT Bo is going to be starting out with a, a pretty solid lead, um, and then he's got a, a very, I mean, he's got with with Fuel Maya uh, as his you know, top man behind him. You know, it's not it's not going to be an easy proposition no. to hold him off by any means. Um, and then you mentioned it, of course, once you get past, uh, Taribo, it gets pretty, pretty packed, you know, 38 seconds, 40 seconds, 52, 53, a minute, two, a minute, five, a minute, five, a minute, 12. So, um, there'll be a lot of opportunities for, for those guys to, to move up a little bit. Yeah. I'm expecting a lot of movement in the standings for sure. Yep. So, and, and, and if I look at, uh, Roman Reese, for example, 17th place, but, mm -hmm. uh, shot clean today. Yep. I mean, if he can continue that shoot type of shooting, then uh, look who's right behind be, him. Speaking of shooting yeah. clean, Ader. I mean, Ader. yeah, no, he has it, one mistake or what missed today? Oh no, no. But I was just thinking for the pursuit. Right? Oh yeah, if, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he, you would expect him to to be, you know, in the the nineteen for twenty range uh, in the pursuit. He could definitely mm -hmm. move himself up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll see what the weather does. Uh, you know, they got a little snow this morning. We'll see. I think there was a little more snow on the forecast. Um, and then it's supposed to get, get bitter cold again, uh, in the next few days. So I don't know if it's going to happen by, 
tomorrow morning, but uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see how it looks. Yeah, might have to bring out the tape again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking <laughs> of tape, did you notice uh, uh, this was way, you know, not, not in contention, but uh, Taro Sepala, he had like, it almost looked like he had like his, his visor was almost like attached to his forehead uh, going onto the range. I only saw it briefly, but it looked like it, I don't know if that was intentional or something weird happened to his rifle. No, they, uh, they put up something that's similar to a, a playing card, uh, the size of the size of a playing card piece of carton. They shove it under their, their hat. Yeah. And as, I think it, in his case, it's because he's left-handed. So uh, he kind of looked into the setting sun. So I think oh, it's just trying to, to block okay. the, uh, the light coming directly yeah. into the sun uh, or uh, into his face. Okay. Yeah, Cause I saw it in, I saw it initially and I, I was like, what, uh, you know, cause I just, I just saw him briefly. I didn't know if I was seeing things or what was going on. <laughs> yeah, no, it was there. You're not okay. seeing things well, that are not there. Glad, glad I'm not. Uh, well, you know, we're, we're up at odd hours, you know, poor sleep. Maybe I'm yeah. starting to have hallucinations. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, you're, you're good. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so on that note, uh, I, I'm, I will let you presumably go back to bed. Yes, uh, I will. And uh, tomorrow's going to be an interesting day. We got two races tomorrow. Two races back to back. So should be yeah. good. Yeah. So everybody bear with us. Uh, we might be a little loopy by the end of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. The the podcast could be pretty, pretty adventurous tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. But Absolutely. Uh, I, I must definitely say it's starting to uh, creep up on me now. The uh, lack of sleep. It certainly is. Yeah. I'm drinking way more okay. coffee than I usually do uh, during the day. <laughs> just trying to, trying to stay with it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be a pretty interesting uh, rest of the week. I, I love the Olympics. I, you know, I love these competitions. There's a small piece of me that uh, I'll be happy to be able to sleep through the night again. Yeah, and I'm I'm so tempted to to keep watching other events right now because yeah. uh, you know there's some speed skating that I wouldn't mind seeing, and mm -hmm. I know they had uh, cross country skiing this morning that I haven't seen yet. And I know, but uh, I think my bet's calling me. So yeah, well, get back to it, and uh, I look forward to look forward to some exciting races tomorrow. Absolutely. Have a great day. You too. Okay. Bye. Take care. Bye.